you, with you, with you, with you, with you, with you. Welcome to With You, a women's rugby community podcast. I'm Suze. I use she, her pronouns, and I'll be your host. Always with you. You need to have the script, but also be fluid, you know? Yeah. That's, that's what it all is. Oh, God, yeah. story to life. <laughs> it's a story to life, it is. <laughs> have a plan, but be fluid. Well, rugby is life. You may recognize that voice from episode four of season one. Back to kick off season two is Patsy, who found her way back to rugby in a new city in 2021. Each episode this season will follow a format exploring return to play in four parts and a bit of extra discussion at the end. Hello, my name is Patsy. Pronouns are she, her. I play Locke and my current team is the Pittsburgh Forge. Woohoo! Part one, overview. This is a cool follow-up because you were on this first season and you were really looking to get back into rugby. Yeah, so got back into rugby, loved it, happy to be doing it, found a really great team and club. Went back probably like sometime in April, mm-hmm. I think was when I started. I found them and I started going to practices. Um, I actually, what I did is I went to a men's game first. Oh yeah? Yeah, and then like I'm standing there and I'm like, I'm pretty sure those are the women's players over there. And then like eventually they came up to me, recruited me. (laughs) So I was like, she's like, hey, really random question. And then I was like, don't worry, I'm already planning on coming to practice on Tuesday. (laughs) So. Um, you, you showed up stag you just said I need to go to this event and see what the culture is like or what yeah I was just like I want rugby and there's a men's rugby game so I'm gonna go watch and then cool. maybe I can meet the women's team and I did and <laughs> you did out. just like that um but yeah the fall was really good we uh at uh for the forge we played in a d1 d2 hybrid league uh-huh. um which was really cool and we absolutely smashed our in-league competition did you <laughs> yeah is forge is was the are they d1 or so are they, or d2 historically d2 okay they've gone to oh, yeah. the playoffs before quite yeah. a few times yep so they were kind of dancing that d1 d2 line and then i think just with um COVID and everything and with um geography they created this d1 d2 hybrid league and the way it worked was whoever won the league play would then go to D1 playoffs. Cool. So we got to go into D1 playoffs and we played against the uh, Minnesota Valkyries. They wow. flew down to us. Yeah. Um, and we lost in overtime by one try. Oh my gosh. So, so disappointing. It was, it was a pretty intense season. But yeah, one try. Yeah, it was it was a real bummer. It was a real nail biter too that game. It was very hard. <laughs> yeah. But, and like, it was good. It was totally rewarding. It was like, it was the best game that we had the whole season, you know, like, like I said. It was challenging. Yeah. Our, you know, our, our coach likes to share stats a lot. And I think he did share a stat of what the, the average point differentiate was for like the year. Uh And, uh. I think it was like 40 to 5. Wow. Okay, <laughs> like, so you guys were blowing people out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. doing really well. It was pretty substantial wins. <laughs> wow. What do you think contributed to that success? Um, Our coach a lot. Yeah? Yeah, like he had, and like our, the system. We, and we played as a team. Like, um, Tell me about your coach. So, like, coach Todd (laughs) he sticks to basics like he keeps things very simple we do very simple drills we're 
consistently doing the same things all the time at practice so it's nothing crazy wild or new ever being thrown at you it's just like these basic things you show up you do these every time you're building drilling in those basics were really great yeah you're like building muscle memory that you can come back to yeah and he his plan like this year was just to build up to this year like to last 20, year yeah, yeah was to build into 2022 spring yeah to build into 2022 fall so like it's all building on to each other to build up to like a certain point um and then with that he has like a really great game plan for us and we stick to it and we all know what it is and we're all bought into it cool yeah yeah you gotta buy in if you're gonna be successful oh my god it's so magical when that happens yeah you said it was the coach the buy-in would be like the you're buying into this to the organization to the system to the way that you're gonna be com- competitive and to be successful yeah, yeah. my uh, my parents actually came down to our Columbus game mm-hmm. and you know I always like to talk rugby with my dad not that he knows much about rugby <laughs> he's been around it <laughs> but he understands like sports you sure know? sure sure yeah. um so and like you know I had to like poke him a little bit to get him to start talking but he eventually admitted he's like it's the best I've ever seen you play. Wow. Um, and, I, and I was like, yeah, I know. We've got a really great system. He's like, yeah, and everybody's, like, bought into it. You've got a really great coach. He had nothing but, like, really great things to say about it. <laughs> That's pretty amazing, especially because your parents have been pretty dedicated to rugby, like, to your rugby career, too. I remember they brought – didn't they bring us all sandwiches at WPL <laughs> Nationals in Atlanta? Yeah. I mean, year? they like, would still be doing that. <laughs> they yeah. could be, but now I think it's weird. I think I'm too old for that now. Oh, come on, that was only, like, three years ago. <laughs> it was great. It was like the Ford parents are here That's what they're known feed for. you. It's an inter- interesting context that your dad could see the commitment and everything. I mean, it just becomes so apparent. I no, I thought that that spoke volumes about the team and what's happening at the forge as well. Yeah. Um, that like that someone like my dad could see how how great it is and how much we we work really well together. Cool. And we've all bought into it. So I'm sure it helped you from moving out of Denver to land in Pittsburgh and have the community as well. Yeah, honestly, I think I don't I don't think coming back to rugby would have worked for me with any other team but the Forge. Um, There's just like, it's really great because it's hard to play on a team of the the caliber of competition as Glendale Uh and then to try and like move down. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's always really, it's really hard to like be at that level and then try and like go to a lower level. Um, But like at the Forge, it's awesome because there's still that like level of commitment and wanting to be good and that desire and that drive that was there at Glendale. But I feel like at Glendale, it was a little bit more individualized where like everybody's, everybody wants to be an Eagle, right? So like at the end of the day, they're all thinking about their playing individually. Uh Whereas like at the Forge, like we're working as a team to win the Midwest. The team comes first before our individual play. Whereas, like Glendale, I feel like it was a little bit maybe the other way around. Yeah, it def- there was a lot of inner team competition and not not so much support. You know, right? We had our little clips. We found our people, but we didn't have 
uh, a side of 15 that or 20 that were working together 23 right yeah that's yeah and you know and that's exactly what that's another thing that and theme that is talked about a lot within our team is Mm -hmm. that we're building to 46 wow okay we are building to 46 like we are building two teams we are very actively working on that and you know all this season we we pretty much had enough for two sides yeah we had like a lot out to practice and I know um it was funny because I kept hearing from everybody gosh we have so many girls there are so many girls and I was thinking like this is how Glendale practices are we're used to this many people (laughs) but no I mean it's incredible to think that like a D, D1, D2 women's club. rugby club is growing to that that level, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Glendale was just like a specific thing. Most rugby clubs don't have 30 players right. at practice. Right. Um, we were and spoiled with that. <laughs> yeah, so spoiled. There's something in there, too, about not having been able to anticipate the club landscape while we were all out for three seasons during the pandemic. Or, yeah. You know, keeping the continuity or recruiting or even there's been a lot of turnover just in general. People moving, retiring, whatever. The yeah. Whole, the, the player landscape's different. It was it was a nice window for people to walk away at this time, right? Yeah. So if they, they were holding off on, like, marriages or kids or houses or, like, whatever they were holding out on because of rugby, now they... They did they, it. They did it. And yeah. now, now they're done with rugby, if that's what their life plan is, you sure. know? But... We, we saw an increase. You fill the gaps, yeah. <laughs> At the Forge, especially, you know, a big part of, like, our success in this last year is that we had a sevens tournament, and, like, wow, was there just, like, so many people and, like, so many people that were there that came out of the woodworks and, like, came back from retirement to play again, and it was that, like, after COVID itch of wanting to just yeah. be out there and be around people. Uh-huh. Again, something that wasn't guaranteed, <laughs> especially the... Knew the summer the summer that we thought we were all free and then it was like delta or whatever i mean it was delta it wasn't a whatever um there's plenty of just hesitancy uh so that it was it was successful that's wonderful yeah part two difficulties what kind of difficulties did you did you experience as an individual or did you see in the team or any like on any level I'm going to talk about personal difficulties yeah. <laughs> um, because I always have personal difficulties. <laughs> um, Shut up. But no, like, I think the last time we talked, I talked about how rugby has, like, um, brought a lot of confidence into my life. Mm-hmm. And while coming back to rugby, that has been an aspect I have absolutely still struggled with. Yeah. Um, I am not confident on the field like I used to be. I get yelled at constantly by my coach for hanging out on the sideline during touch, (laughs) (laughs) waiting for my glory wing moment. (laughs) Um, Patsy, you're a lock. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. Honestly, my whole team probably yells at me for hanging out on the wing. And I know it's a problem, guys, I know it is. (laughs) But, but at least I'm I'm willing to very much acknowledge that it's my confidence, and I know what the issue is. I just uh, haven't really found the route to like get past it quite yet. Uh-huh. So that's a challenge for me, for sure. It might um, just take some time. Yeah. I, yeah. Arguably, like the, there's grief and heartache in many things in our lives that we isn't necessarily the loss of an individual, and those things just take time to process through and to rebuild. No, for sure. I and I. No, it'll get there. It'll yeah. get better. And there's, a, like, there's like an exploration too of who you are. Um, 
even though you knew that you want, you wanted to come back to, you needed to come back to rugby because that's where you centered a lot of your confidence and felt good about yourself. Yeah. Um, but there are other aspects of your life that you should be feeling that way too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so just some true. like big picture oh, shit. Snap, snap, yeah, snap. Yeah, like you, 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 your individual, your individual, your self worth can't be centered on one activity that you do. Oh my God, amen. Uh, yeah. Amen. And that's how I feel like I've done my whole life. <laughs> that's rugby, okay. It was rugby for so long. Yeah. And then I made it my career and then I was lost for a while. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> you'll you'll figure it out. I mean being aware of it and doing the work. Yeah, that's half the battle, right? That's mm-hmm. a, the arguably the biggest part of the battle is identifying it, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. I feel like I also, you know, I know I just talked about how much I love Todd, but I also feel I had some some difficulties with some of some of his coaching styles at the beginning. There's a lot of things that I was resistant to or like didn't quite understand. You know, I had internalized attitudes towards it, you know. Sure. And that was, you know, I recognized every time that like I was the problem in those situations. <laughs> um, didn't make it easier to get through it, but no. um, you know, you know, at the end of the day he's the coach and you know, obviously I came to learn like yeah, there is a, a grand plan here mm-hmm. and following it is leading to really great things. Yeah. So Todd, take the wheel. Sure, Todd, take the wheel. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you're you have you have leadership skills your own, and you have that Aquarius son that likes to, in in Virgo moon, they like to be critical of things. So sorry, I'm not outing Patsy's birth chart. <laughs> no, go ahead, talk about my astrology. Let's talk bring about it into you. The... Bring it into the podcast space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's both. I just think it's both. You got to buy in and also keep in the back of your head. Like maybe I would do things differently. Maybe one day you'll probably be a coach. You know, I don't think you're gonna let go of rugby anytime soon. So there's there there are more opportunities, and I don't know, put them in your playbook, right? Yeah, yeah. Keep your notes. Keep understand what works. But having that coach really bought into the team is is amazing. I don't know. You know, I think the thing that I struggled with is like letting go. <laughs> you know, because uh-huh. I have. <laughs> You know, that's what that is, is letting go and letting somebody else tell me, like, how to do it. Yeah, Todd, take the wheel. And it had been forever since I had had a coach and had someone kind of directing me and telling me what to do. So maybe that was part of my struggles, too, is just kind of, like, letting go. Couldn't feel like you could let go before. Yeah. 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 That's okay. As a team, did you see any difficulties? We worked so well as a team. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, and I, I honestly... You know, if the, I feel like if there are any team problems, I was oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> the good place to be. Yep. It's a good place to be. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure majority of our backline was actually like forwards. Before. Yeah. <laughs> so this might be a strong argument for like forwards are the best. <laughs> I mean, forwards are the best. So. I mean, our fly except house. ones that decide to stand on this on the wing during touch to wait for their opportunity. Excuse our, me. Our fly half was a flanker and had never kicked before, and kicking was a huge part of our game. Wow. And she did freaking great. Cool. She did freaking great. Back wow. of the year. I love Nicole that. Nicole Beswick, you deserve it. I love that. I love that. I wonder if your coach had something to do with moving people around and seeing them in different positions. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, like, the kicking was a big part of, of- him like he really wanted to implement that um 
because people don't normally yeah, implement that's, and take that's, advantage of it. Yep, especially D, D2, club level, even D1. D1, it kind of it starts to come in. But there are, I mean, shoot, there are WPL teams that don't do very much kicking anyway. It's a specialty thing, but it's like an unlocked portion of the game. If you can, if you can figure it out, do it right. Defend. And capitalize on it. Yeah, capitalize it, defend it. You yeah. know, you got to have all, you can't just like have a good kicker. You need to have all the moving parts around it. Yeah. Everybody needs to know their role. Like we even struggled with some of that at Glendale sometimes, oh, you know? There's sure. always like, practices <laughs> they making us like, this person goes here and this person's like, okay, yeah, we get it. Like, well, well, this person doesn't get it. Like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> well, when it's so scripted sometimes, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know. know. Well, you need those. It, you need the basics so you can expand on them. Yeah, you need to have the script, but also be fluid. You know, yeah. that's that's what it all is. Oh, God, yeah. story to life. It's <laughs> a story to life. It is. Have a plan, but be fluid. Well, rugby is life. Rugby's an analogy for life. You know, <laughs> yes. get your skill sets right, understand your place and how you function in your community, and then be creative within that space. Yeah, make it your own. Yeah. Part three, forgotten. What'd you forget? I don't know that I forgot anything. No? <laughs> I'm definitely out of shape, like that's for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> forgot what ru- you forgot what rugby shape was? So I um, I actually recruited my, my friend from Akron uh-huh. to come play with us in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So that's a two hour commute. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. She uh, She's a good friend. We've been playing together for a really long while. Um, and... I I know that like walking is a problem for me during a game. Like it always has been, you know. I feel like you know, big girl life. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, I did something I'm gonna walk around a little while. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, but I just rough. So, so I forgot to just like run all the time and like even Renee admitted to me like you walk too much. I literally like ran into you on the field. Because you were point. walking around. Because <laughs> she's behind me trying to get to the next play and I'm walking in front of her. <laughs> um, so I forgot how to run and be in shape. So that's why I'm going to OTF now. Great, great. And <laughs> trying to get in shape. Yeah. And that's why I do the weight floor first and then I do my running second. That way I'm running when I'm tired. That's good. Yeah, it's the tired that you're like, well, I'm so tired. I just did something. So I just scrummed really hard. Now I get yeah. to walk, right? No. <laughs> I'm really trying to tap into that work when I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, f- forwards work rates can change a fucking game. So we need you. They need yeah. you. Yeah. Forwards win a game, but backs determined by how much. There you go. That That's sounds what right. It is. That's what it is. Well, I feel like the for- the pack is the foundation. You know, we, like, as a, as a pack player you're making you're making opportunities that hopefully the backs can see but only if you're doing it you know not if you're walking around <laughs> wow okay so you just throw <laughs> some shade at me i can't I shame me i don't have any room to talk i haven't played rugby in three years so yeah <laughs> what about the commitment um were you just down for that like fuck it i didn't i didn't i didn't need to forget about this i remembered and i wanted this back all this time spent with these people um i felt that i needed the structure in my life (laughs) so the commitment was a welcome structure builder to my my schedule um yep you know because like when i started going to practice and stuff like I was unemployed and just showed up to Pittsburgh yeah. so I had like nothing going on in my life yeah so I was like well I have plans for Tuesdays and Thursdays now good 
Um, that's relatable. There were times when it was hard to like go and, and get out and go to it, but like luckily I was staying with Krista at that mm-hmm. time. That's what took me to Pittsburgh. So, yeah. you know, Krista is a good environment. So she is always like, go go do the things you need to do for you. Go do them. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's relatable. I, I did it too. Um, after my well, after my dad died, when I was work, I was just I quit working, went on a road trip, and came back, and I was like, the only thing I want to do is rugby. <laughs> So the only thing I'm going to do is rugby. And yeah. it was it was the right environment to get back on my feet, for sure. Yeah. It's good shit. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Part four, joy. Tell me a story about the season when you just, like, were full. Cared for. Happy. Um, you know, I was thinking about this for happy those are great descriptors that totally (laughs) totally took me in a different direction um because like you know I was thinking about this and the one thing that I thought about was I did score our first try in the playoff game nice um I maybe this is kind of cocky to say but like when we're within a certain distance from the try line I am fairly confident that I can score like no matter who's in front of me um, I feel so I guess maybe there's a spot where I'm confident <laughs> like, I'm fairly confident that when we're within a certain distance from the try line like all they need to do is give the ball to me and I will make it happen yeah um, and we were there we were getting there we were in that that spot and I was like we were so close I can make this happen right now how do I set myself up yeah and I set myself up for the for the next pod two of the smallest players were in front of me like I had this wide hole in front of me as well I was like perfect I'm gonna go there's actually like a series of pictures Uh of like showing me running into the try zone Uh and Nicole Beswick's in the background like this in the series the whole time I haven't even touched it down and her arms are up and she's celebrating because she knew I was gonna score Uh, it's so cute that is awesome (laughs) um so that's a pretty fun one to think about yeah um oh Okay, time when I was full and the happiest. Yeah. We went on a trip, like for our Columbus mm-hmm. game. We rented an, an Airbnb, like a whole house for ourselves. Yeah. We filled that fucker up with all of us. <laughs> it's probably like a three bedroom house and you put 17 people in it. No, we had like 20. We had like 20 wow. plus people in it. Wow. <laughs> it was meant for like 18, I think, max. We told them they knew. Yeah. It was great. We did kangaroo court. I have never had so much fun on a rugby trip with a rugby team yeah. ever. Um, the kangaroo court was so fun. We did it like, it was like a real court where like people had like lawyers representing themselves <laughs> and stuff and like pleading their cases and like whatever. Our one teammate, I'm just gonna, this is, I just like, I can't, this makes me die laughing every time. Our one teammate is a terribly scary driver. I have been in the car with her. I witnessed it. They actually used me as a witness for this for this charge because I was so dramatic about how terrible she was. Um, but she got charged for being an awful driver, like driving dangerously with us in the car. And, uh, you know, she fought it. <laughs> she lost. And her punishment was that she had to run around the house doing her best Lightning McQueen impersonation. She was laughing so hard and her face was just so red. So like all of us just started chanting, ka-chow, 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 to get her amped up. 
And then, like, she didn't even make any of the noises, but she's running around the house, and literally all 20 of us are like, <laughs> making all the noises for her. Oh, my God, it was so funny. Like, I couldn't even. Um, yeah, it was great. It was the most fun. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And now, a bonus conversation where Patsy and I take a little deep dive walk in the wilderness through confidence. You still don't feel comfortable or you still don't feel confident on a rugby field? So, so I wouldn't say that. Like, I'm still seeing, like, I felt like it was confusing talking about it because, like, there's still, like, I'm still making shit happen. Yeah. And I'm still doing, like, my normal things. Like, uh, I did that at the Forge, you know? Yeah. Well, you scored that try because you um, were like, this is something that I know I can do. Yeah, yeah. We we played, like, tens um, uh-huh. at one point over the summer, and I, there was, like, times where I sitting girls down yeah Uh, anyways it's I think it's I think it's more about like inserting myself into the pattern more confidently um and feeling more comfortable about that um I like I know I know that that's for sure a thing because I don't feel myself being like the front person in the pod very often I do feel like, I don't know if that's so much, like, me being hesitant about, like, going up or, like, me just being confused about, like, what my other teammates are doing mm-hmm. and, like, if somebody else is setting up, too. Mm-hmm. So I think there's, like, a bit of confusion, like, there a little bit with it. Um, I mean, I think it's definitely something to, like, grow on and work on. And, yeah. like, it, it is going to get there. Yep. But as far as touch goes, too, I guess, like, one of the reasons that I hang out on the side is that like I don't I don't understand sometimes what we're doing with touch Um, because I feel like what is wanted from us is like running the pattern during touch but that involves contact yeah but that it doesn't make sense to run the pattern to me in touch because like I am never gonna run straight into contact in touch because that's not the goal (laughs) like right yeah so like I, I think there's just like some gaps in my understanding of like what we're doing and what the goal is and like why and how you know yeah which gives you some un, un, which un, is unsurety yeah that word like makes you unsure about <laughs> the how to execute of confidence yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know. wonder if maybe there's something in there because I've been thinking about this too especially in reflection of the last few times that I've played the last years I played where I think we get, especially type five players, we kind of get a head down running system shit mentality, mm-hmm. but we could be hitting gaps. Yeah. You know? And it's like, you and I, we're big girls. We just like, I'll run over them. But sometimes it's just like takes less effort even to hit a gap yeah. and to see the gap or even hit, run at arms better than to run at a body. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I guess I'm just curious if maybe that is something you could mull over too I don't, in a translation with touch i well see but i don't i don't know i don't know that that's the thing i just like i think of touch as being more like this is where you do like switches and loops and like you're trying to but you like, could do wise there too make, which would be something that you would do with okay. your pods okay yeah right. fair maybe i'm just too too regimented you know, and this is this translates to a lot of things in my life. I'm too <laughs> regimented in my in my thinking of like, yeah. well, this is how it's supposed to be, and yeah. if it's not this way, like, it doesn't make sense to me. 
Um, maybe I just need to be more open. Take your, like, try to be more curious. Yes. Mm -hmm. And experiment. I mean, when you're playing touch, you're not playing a game. You're just playing touch. So yeah. if you fuck something up, it's like, ah, there's no loss. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I guess I, uh... I wonder if being curious and leaning into your... Imperfection. Imperfection, the ability to be creative can help you grow. Yeah. No, I like that idea so much because... I like that you said curiosity because I I feel like it's been a long time since I've been curious about rugby. Because you've you know? been playing forever. It's been really interesting. Like this is another thing about being around the forge. You know, like hearing the, a lot of people talk about how you know they've reached their max of what they can learn in the spaces that they're in, and it's just it's interesting and it's weird and it's different for me because like for me every time that happened I leveled up. You know, I learned all I could at Akron, so then I went to Notre Dame, and then I, I learned what I could at Notre Dame, so then I came to Glendale, and, you know, I yeah. learned what I could there, and then, you know, maybe, some, it, sometimes it's hard to think, like, you know, like, oh, I've played this highest, this high level, you know, but there's still room for me to learn things. Yeah. So, like, having that curiosity mixed into this idea of, like, still being able to learn, um, that's been something I've really been working on tapping into for myself too because I, I find that is me having an ego my ego getting in the way and your yeah. ego being rigid <laughs> I see you holy like, shit dude this is like we're unlocking is, things this here. is so philosophical yeah, like, I this love is it. not this about is, rugby anymore I mean, it's about it is, my life because <laughs> rugby is, is life, life. <laughs>